On this episode of Rated RPG... I'm not entirely sure how we got from the Wraith explodes towards Hamstone to talking about being John Malkovich. Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears and bards, (laughs) to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons Baldur's Gate Descent into Avernus. Kill them all. Zephyr Strike. Light them up. That might be what I do. Zeph them. Zeph? Zeph. Get to hit him with the new Zeph style. <laughs> Are you Dion? Yeah. Zeph Zuckerberg. Okay. <laughs> I'm tired. Stop it. <laughs> Want me to slap you a little bit? No. Just a couple times? No, you'll hurt me. I'll wake you I'm up. I'm a fragile, f- delicate flower. Ball squeeze? No. Right. It is getting pretty late. We're probably going to go to the end of this round, and then once it gets back up to the highest initiative, we'll call it for now. Yeah, then we'll okay. just, all the mummies will just die naturally. Full <laughs> <laughs> <Old> um, <laughs> Yeah. I'm going to drop my protection from good and evil and cast Zephyr Strike. Dropping wow. protection from good and evil. Yeah. We'll see if this is Wild a good idea. Man. Or a good and evil idea. Um, okay, so you cast Zephyr Strike, which allows you to move at insane speeds yes. and avoid provoking attacks for opportunity, right? Correct. So that's pretty neat. Um, and it's a bonus action. Mm-hmm. So uh, as my action, I'll attack the one I already wounded. That's hilarious. Both of your swarms of rats rolled ones for their initiative. That's kind of crazy. Slow rats. Take it easy. (laughs) Okay, so you uh, use Zephyr Strike uh, and then point blank shot one of these mummies, the one that's uh, already injured, which is the one directly to your left, uh, getting a direct hit for 16 points of damage uh this thing looks fairly wounded but plus five plus plus five you oh yeah because of the zephyr wait doesn't that use up zephyr strike though when you do that uh i think it uses up the once before the spell ends oh okay once before the spell ends you can do that yeah all right so until the end of your turn and it's concentration up to one minute so you don't provoke for the whole minute as long as you concentrate. Okay. Right. Are you going to so, move anywhere? Uh, well, I'm going to do my second attack. Okay. Uh-huh. 17 also hits for another 16 points of damage. Uh, and the mummy uh, in front of you is looking pretty messed up, but it's still shambling. Uh, can I squeeze through here? You can move past them, yeah. All right. Glovejig sli- slips past all the mummies, remembering how horrible it is when they actually hit anyone. He gets the hell out of there. Uh, next. Nice. That's is... what we like. This is what happened with the uh, mummies last time we encountered mummies. I'm not abandoning you. Well, you did last time. So I assume the same thing's happening this time. I'm a distance Ow. fighter. Where's the ball bearings? They're he, mummies, for God's sake. He got scurred. So the wraith explodes out from... Uh, uh, amongst the swarm of rats, uh, oh, is it is it like the Batman when he jumps all those cars and is chasing the penguin? Would you stop giving, I, giving things away? It's not a spoiler. <laughs> he, jumps he jumps a car. Again. You know that. Wait, there's a, in a car Batman chase movie. in a Batman movie. I know. Spoiler. I gave it away. I'm sorry, what? God. 
Well, you spoiled that the penguin's in it now. I didn't know that. I just thought fucking Catwoman played by... Uh, Stop it. I didn't know Catwoman was ah, in it. Crap. Oh, my God. Earth the Kid, not Guys, Zoe did you know that Batman's in it? Lady Kravitz is in it? Yeah, Batman! Batman! The, I thought it was a Jason Bateman, the Bateman movie. Lenny Kravitz <laughs> plays Batman. Oh, dude. Yeah. Okay, I don't really like Batman anyway. <laughs> wow. I right, heard well, an interview with Nicolas Cage where he's like, I know the Batman villain I want to be. Egghead. <laughs> And he was serious. He's Is like, I have, some, I have some very good, I have some very good ideas on how I'm going to be Egghead. <laughs> yeah, Dude, Nicholas Cage, he's had some really good movies lately. I watched yeah. Pig. It was really Pig good. Pig was amazing. And I heard that his newest movie, The Unbearable Weight of some uh, Massive Talent, talent yeah, or whatever. I heard that that's got, had, I don't know if it still does, like a perfect Rotten Tomatoes score. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Nick Cage is a weird guy when it comes to acting. Like, yeah. it's like a he's, religious he's thing for him basically himself almost. in this new movie. Yeah. Right? It's this unbearable weight of whatever. Yeah. Uh, he plays himself, essentially. That's funny. So, is it a, is, was it written by Kaufman? No. Andy Kaufman, the dead dude? No, no. Oh. But Philip Seymour Kaufman? Uh, <laughs> the dead dude? I think it's... um. Uh, oh, who's the guy who plays the Mandalorian? Um, the Game of Thrones guy? Yeah, Pedro yeah. Pascal. Pedro yeah. Pascal. He plays, like, opposite Cage in it. Okay. So I'm not going to give any away. No but, I mean, I, I was I was wondering who wrote it. Oh, don't know. All right, so oh, wait, the Mandalorian's in Batman? Is it Was it the same guy that wrote Being John Malkovich? I don't know. I'm not who, entirely who? sure. I don't know. How we got from the wraith explodes towards <laughs> Hamstone to talking about being John Malkovich. Because, uh, because we're having <laughs> a hard time focusing? Anyways, the wraith tries to slam into Hamstone, seeing mm. the holy symbols adorning you. Uh-huh. Uh, these things absolutely hate life and especially hate uh, embodiments of deities. So it flies at you mm-hmm. uh, trying to end you. Sure, when it gets within 10 feet of me, I hit it first. Oh, well, all right. I think it probably hit you back, unless you can manage to kill it before it Well, we'll see about that. So I get uh, Darlene hit him one time as an attack of opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's a 24. That's a hit. And I'm going to uh, use uh, Divine Smite. You betcha. Divine Smite and the butt end. I'm going to go full on level three. Full on level three, little brother. That's 21 radiant damage. All right, that was a good roll. And then you also do extra damage from Holy Weapon. Holy Weapon. It's an additional eight points. All right, an additional eight points. So uh, it you position Darlene so that it has no choice but to impale itself on her gilded uh, point. And, uh, it, and she penetrates through this thing's incorporeal body. And you can see it howl in pain as it, it almost loses its hold on this reality. Uh, but it it plows through Darlene and slams into you, uh, getting through your armor, deals 18 necrotic damage. And I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Blur. 18 necrotic. Okay. Constitution saving throw coming up. Got a 14. A 14. You just barely pass it. <laughs> just and you barely. said 18 hit points? Yeah, you still take the full 18 points, but your maximum hit points would have been reduced if you had failed that save. Yowzy. Uh Then it actually goes to Reginald. Nope, it's not Reginald's turn. It's more mummies. Mummy time. Bah. Yeah. I have a lot of mummies to get through. You're going to be here all night, Jason. <laughs> oh, no, guys. 
Guess uh, who the closest target to these mummies are? Ray Sarosa. Is it nobody? It's Luli. Lulu. Oh, shit. Luli, Luli. Well, technically, Race and Lulu are equidistant to this thing. Um, so I have to decide whether it's going to attack Race or the Hollyfant. It's going to ignore the rats because it's... Uh, what are you talking about? That's so scramblish. It's, you know, intelligent enough to recognize the actual threats here. Um, oh, mummy dearest. Listen, I got to... I had a backup plan since the beginning, baby. Okay. You had a plan? <laughs> now, see, I'll take umbrage with that. You think I just walked around here dick swinging, just trying to suck up roses without a, a method to the madness? Come on, good sir. I knew what I was like, doing. I feel safe. All right. Yeah, I feel so safe. I was in the streets. So uh, we're going to roll a D100. Uh, pick a, do you want to be 51 and higher or 50 and lower? And this is if they attack you. Uh, yes, yeah, 51 and up. Sure. 51 and higher, it attacks you. Yeah, it, it's going to okay. attack me. Come on, let's be honest. You know how this goes. It got a 15. No, Lulu! Attacking Lulu. All right, so it attempts to make her terrified with its dreadful glare. So she has to make a will save here. She rolled an eight. All right, so Lulu is terrified of this mummy. Uh, and then it swings its rotting fist at her uh, and misses. Other mummy shows up. How many more mummies can fit in this jar? Yeah, I wonder. Gosh, Ten. Serious. I thought that time was over. Seriously, Zor Shrine mummies. This mummy has no choice but to uh, attack Lulu. Um, seeing that she's... Yeah, seeing that she's already afraid, it's going to use its dreadful glare at Race. So, Race, you have to make a wisdom save. Yeah, I'm about to hit that bun right now. Skadoosh! Nice. Fourteen. Okay. I'm as wise as the day is long, Batman! (laughs) Stop spoiling Batman! I didn't know know he was wise! I didn't either! Jeez! He's not. The days are really short in the movie. (laughs) It's always night. So this Really? Because it's not daylight savings time yet? Right. They're going to cancel that. Spoiler. <laughs> Reginald's turn. Uh, thank goodness. Uh, time for this thing to go bye-bye. Wait, are they really canceling Daylight Savings Time? No, it's no. in the works. It's already canceled in Arizona. No, they're they're making it permanent. Or wait. They're going to try to uh, do that. I would be so happy. Yeah. It's not the 1800s. Ain't nobody yeah, fucking with crops. Nobody's fucking the crops. Nah, I'm not fucking crops. All right, I'm going to go ahead and attack with Darlene. Attack number one. That's a 20. That is a hit. Just a bit inside. I'm going to hit it with a... Uh, is it dead? I mean, is it... Well, I, I won't it? know that until you tell me if you smite it or not. Uh, I'm going to smite it with a level one. Sure. Smite. Smite. That's an eight radiant. All right, and then 2d8 extra damage from your holy weapon. Mm-hmm. It's 11. All right, so 9 plus 11 is 20, plus 8 is 28. This strike from Darlene uh, destroys it utterly <laughs> as it's consumed by holy fire. Yes. Cool. Yes. It didn't take down our didn't take down our hit points. Yeah. True. I'm gonna go collect all these roses now. <laughs> yeah, good one. We'll see if we get uh, Emery's computer to freeze up. Um, <laughs> all right. Hey, so are there that's... any cords around here to trip on? <laughs> Have me over here like Black Charlie Chaplin. Just 
And uh, I still have one attack, so I'm going to use that on the mummy. Fuck Smart. Him up, Fuck him up. Little mummy. Fifteen. Fifteen hits. <laughs> so I hit him with uh, level three divine spite, so that's an additional fifteen radiant. Okay. And then the two D eight is eleven. Thirty-three. I guess. Yeah. You say so. With uh, a mighty wallop from Darlene, you almost split this thing in half, which nice. is one attack. And then it is the Bobby's turn. But it's still standing there. It is. That's ridiculous. Oh, uh, can I use my polearm master bonus action strike to hit it with the butt of the weapon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. One Wait, last. Say that again. I'm going to use my polearm master bonus action strike to hit him with the butt of the weapon. I, I missed him. You missed. Never That's, mind. That's a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. Hey, shield. Yes. Hit me with the wall of fire, bitch. Okay. <laughs> what happened to your shield? <laughs> Sounds weird. No, All right, he, al he always sounded like that. Where are you uh, putting the wall of, sh of fire? All right, well, uh, throw up the shape for me so I can get a sense of uh, what this is going to look like. Right, let me just vomit up that shape real fast up for you. Get the shape going. Stop it. Can't help it. I'll punch your balls. I don't care. <laughs> I don't fucking care. <laughs> I don't want my balls. They've I don't need them. Already gotten me in too much trouble. <laughs> Can I do it crisscross or do I have to do it like straighter? Crisscross, applesauce. What the fuck does crisscross mean? What does that mean? Diagonal. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, you can do it diagonal. Well, sure. What else would crisscross mean? I don't mean? know what that means. Yeah, diagonal is a like word this, that everyone knows. Yeah, yeah. put it crisscross going the other direction. Diagonal? Other, okay. No, crisscross. Like that? Yeah, crisscross. Why is it like a gauzy ribbon? That's what know. Walls of Fires looks like. You design your own. The wall shield of fires. has been making uh, centerpieces for a friend's wedding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so um, if I put it down that direction, can mm -hmm. I make it so it won't damage Lulu, but it'll damage all the zombies? I mean, all the mummies. Uh, so when you when you place it, you choose which direction is hot and which direction is not. Yeah. Uh, if you choose to have it the hot direction be south, it's not going to hurt Lulu. But it's also not going to hurt these two that are the other two. up here. Yeah. Right. It so will hurt I... the guys who it's it's passing through, though. Yeah. Um. Right. I don't want to hurt Lulu. I can't do crisscross because I only have one line. I realize now that crisscross no. is an X. But can you do, like... <laughs> An angle, but not fully right diagonal. Mm -hmm. And then have he can do that, right? Right. Okay. So, uh, put her vertical, starting at the rats, like just below the rats, mm -hmm. and it's going to radiate right to the other two. So we're only okay. going to miss the the mummy on the left. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. So when it appears, I believe the mummies have to make a uh, dexterity saving throw. Uh, go ahead and roll the damage on the spell, please. Oh. And it ha has a dexterity save with a really high DC. I can almost guarantee you these mummies are all going to fail. One, I saw some mummies two. in the burning wall fire. They went down, down, down. Actually, sorry. It's only two that take this. The first one got a zero. The second one got a four. So they're taking full damage. <laughs> Mummy cash, everybody. That's right. <laughs> There it is, 28. Very nice. So 28 points of damage. Uh, the first mummy 
the one closest to you uh, immediately disintegrates into a pile of ash. Yeah, after I put a Horton Hurtin on him. A Horton. The a second Horton. one also immediately <laughs> disintegrates nice. into a pile of ash. I put a Tim Hortons on him. <laughs> Very nice. Two dead mummies. Two more mummies uh, emerge from the uh, giant vase. Am I blocking the hallway? Yeah. So if people want to retreat, am I going to be in their way? Uh, no. Okay, good. If enemies want to get past you, you will be in the way, yeah. Okay. Okay, so, what? They use their dreadful glares. Uh, one on Dababi, one on a race. However, you're within 10 feet of Hamstone, so I believe you're immune to fear. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Uh, and they Thank can't the gods. attack anyone because there's a wall of fire in the way. Nice. So they're just going to wait patiently until something happens. Um, then the swarm of rats go. Uh, what did you tell them to do? Uh, I was going to have them go attack the wraith, but they're dead. So, uh, I guess attack whichever group's closest. I guess the ones in front of Lulu, cause she's scared. Right. So mm -hmm. protect Lulu with right. your loves. The rats charge over to the mummy and try to attack it. Come on, boys. Come on. They're actually pretty good at attacking mummies. Not going to lie. Uh, they get a 20. Deal piercing damage to the mummy, biting into its old flesh. Uh, they are resistant to the bites, though, so only take half damage. Four points of damage. The other swarm of rats uh, rushes uh, towards you from the other room. Um, but that is it for them. And then one final mummy emerges from the... Jar. The mummy jar. The elder senator from the state of Iowa <laughs> emerges from the jar. <laughs> and then that's it. We're back to the top of initiative, and it's 11.23 p.m. All right. Well, Jason has to do a shot right now. Right this is on from time. Nick. Hey. Ah, screw it. Another shot for Jason. I just want to say thanks, guys. I've been watching Blame Society and Game Society Pimps for over a decade. The content is always top-notch. Cheers to you bastards. Yes. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Nick. Nine. Whipped cream. Oh, fuck. <laughs> is that a flavor? <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's a whipped cream. It was cream. the one that Jason said, oh, to. Yes. Oh, my God. There uh, is a, why is there a whipped cream shot? I don't know. We're about to find out I didn't if, even know that. if I was right about this. Great. This is interesting. This is not cool. Very interesting. All right. Mm -hmm. It doesn't smell. It doesn't like really smell cream. like anything. It smells like clear. It smells like vodka. Yeah. It's like whipped cream. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's not bad actually. Strong Weird. whipped cream. Yeah. Nice. I, I kind of kind of would like to try some vanilla. It's definitely on. vodka. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. I don't like vodka. All right. Well, that was nuts. Uh, we're gonna come back in a month and finish off this fight, which uh, now that there's a wall of fire in play. I'm not really sure how long this is going to take, honestly. You guys might be able to wrap this one up fairly quick. Uh, but then you have the whole rest of this uh, this mysterious crypt to explore. I um, thought we always send race ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and that's episode 77 of Rated RPG Descent into Avernus. I know it's a short episode, but it's all I had left from the March live stream. 
for audio. It gets us all caught up too for our next live stream, which is Saturday, May 28th. It's been so long, we want to do something special. So we're going to start the stream at noon central US time. We're going to have a casual hangout. If you're in the chat and you have questions or comments for us, feel free to ask those. Uh, we'll do our dungeon pizza and we'll play Dungeons and Dragons Mad Libs. And then at 1 p.m. Central US time on May 28th, we're going to start playing Dungeons and Dragons Descent into Avernus. We're going to clear out this darn crypt or whatever it is and probably uh, find out more information and get closer to finishing our adventures in hell. If you are interested in participating in our fan-brewed world building for season two of Rated RPG, all you have to do is become a patron at patreon.com slash rated RPG. If you're a $5 a month patron, the rations and adventuring gear tier, you will be asked by me to submit an NPC and a location. And if you're a $15 a month patron, the level 15 bard, you can submit an NPC, a location, and adventure hooks. Become a Patreon supporter right now at patreon.com slash rated RPG, and I will be in touch with you. Speaking of our level 15 bards, they are awesome, and they are Cheesemaster007, Ardens Davros, Uglaset, Mage, a true goblin of culture, Scott McGrath, GBS Trek, Random.Guy, Holly Summers, Ronald Remus, Wiry Traveler, and our newest level 15 bard, John Mangrum. Thank you to our Rations and Adventuring Gear supporters. They are Chris Fail, Joseph Doherty, H.D. Burke, Jerry Vite, Actaboy, Dung Beetle, Manflesh, and Valentine Crowley. Please share the Rated RPG podcast and live stream with people that you think might enjoy it. Give it a good review if you can do that wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to it so that you'll always be notified when a new episode is ready for your ear holes. Follow us on Twitter if you're there at Rated RPG Podcast and find us online at our new website. It is ratedrpgpodcast.com. You'll find all the podcast episodes and a little bit of information. It's, it's a soft rollout. The website is not finished yet, but it's finished enough that you can contact us and you can find out a little bit more about the show and you can track down the podcast episodes at ratedrpgpodcast.com. On behalf of everyone around ye old gaming table, thank you for enjoying Rated RPG, and I hope that we get to hang out with you on Saturday, May 28th. The villain that Vincent Price played on the 60s show, Egghead. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think I want to have a go at Egghead. I think I can make him absolutely terrifying. And I have a concept for Egghead. So let them know over at Warner Brothers, I'm down for Egghead.